pulling my pants down and I look at holy moly, this gus is this gus is blue. Episode number 160 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy boy, that's a cracking looking sweater you've got there. It's uh, Edinburgh um, alumni. Very good. Mm. I didn't think you were intelligent enough to go to uni. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> well, uh, do you know, talking about intelligence, that's the first time I've ever read the 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 intro script without um looking at it i i, I learned wow. it bottom like that whole what 14 words 160 yeah. times you know what? i've got i've got a lot of outtakes of you talking <laughs> that up which i'm saving for a, a rainy day but yeah listeners carl and i have that's, literally that's been on content though it's some of it's explicit but it's fine i mean it's uh <laughs> we can save it as an x-rated one but we've literally been on a call for about a minute we've decided to go straight in Kyle has got so much happening this week with the Dava Way. So uh, coming up, which we're going to talk about. So we decided to go straight in hot. Well, this is a, we're coming in hot to you. So it's a little bit unscripted this week, but we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll, it'll still be the, to the usual uh, ram, rambling standards. So Kyle, how are you doing? Well, may, maybe the unscripted way is the way forward. Eh? You know, so maybe. if you enjoy this episode, then you know it, it'll also mean that we, there's less less prep when it comes to the podcast <laughs> uh, true, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah we're gonna we're gonna keep this one to a really short one folks you know it's gonna be a, a half an hour um pro- probably you know we say half an hour it's probably gonna be like 40 minutes or something but hey ho it will be short and sweet but we will do the our, our usual um our usual chat our usual banter but you know as as tommy's teed it up uh this weekend we have got the the dav away 50k race which uh I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I've, I've been excited with as a race director, and I think we we did chat about, you know, that what's the life as a race director like. So maybe we can chat about that next week when you know post dive away fifty k. Uh, <laughs> just in case it goes uh, hoo ha <laughs> this weekend, you know, I'm like going, oh yeah, you have to do this, you have to be organised, and but uh, in all seriousness, though, it's. Um, you know, I'm, of all the races I've I've organised, this is the one that I'm really excited about. Um, it's it's the first, uh, it's the last one of the Muddy Way Ultra Series, um, but it's, it was actually meant to be the first one uh, because of obviously just because of COVID, it got pushed from April to November. Um, we've got an amazing, we've got over three hundred runners taking part in the race, which is phenomenal. Like I never expected us to you know, reach that number of runners. So uh, it's going to be a lot of the runners who are taking part, you know, based on the race briefing, a lot of them, it's their first ultra. Wow. Uh, yeah. So so it's going to be like, hopefully emotional scenes at the end, you know, <laughs> all these folks thinking they've, you know, they've done a marathon, but they've they've gone an extra five miles to, to make it into the ultra scene, you know. So, so we're going to have more uh, runners popping the ultra virginity and and on the dive away this weekend hopefully if they you know manage to complete the race um, so tell well, well tell us about the race so the race it's um i'm on your i'm on I've, I've given you credit for this before but i'll give it to you again you're a very good website and i see that you're um it's it i mean yeah it's starting in where's it starting glenn Beg. so it starts um it starts in granton 
It's that's ah, okay, that, yeah. Granton, it's just um, just where just where the leisure centre is, where the school is, Granton Grammar, um, and then it's going to go around Anagach Woods, which is like a four mile, um, just a, a four mile loop in the in the forest there. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you're then going to go on to the Dava Lake and across the street um, in the morning, seven a.m. start, first light, uh, and then you're going to hit hit the Dava Way, which is around about sort of twenty two miles of of pure stunning you know railway track uh goodness so yeah it's uh generally speaking it's net downhill the first time i saw the route i thought oh man this is fast but looks fast it's actually quite energy sapping you know like because it's not it's not on the road it's it's on kind of gravel it's it's um i wouldn't even compare it to the the d-side line because the d-side line is quite well paved but the davaway's got it's, it's you know it's quite gravelly and I mean, it's good underfoot. There's a few like tree roots and things, but you know, you could probably get away with wearing a road shoe, um, it, or you know, or, or with a with a decent tread like a Pegasus or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's stunning. It's it, it although it's neck downhill, it will it will sap your legs. That's for sure. Um, and then when you finish the Dava, you finish, you get to the end of the Dava way, then you take a you get to Forest, which is my hometown, um. Many a time I've uh, I've walked to my granny and grandas um, up up on the Dava Way, and my granda Greg used to be a shepherd in the Dava. So uh, oh wow, a lot of history in in, in the race. So I'll uh, yes, it's it's pretty cool because I remember even running with Debbie, and she said to me, "Do you remember when you said to me I'd love to, you'd love to run the whole of the Dava Way and have a beer at the end?" And and here we are, I'm race directing a race on on the Dava Way, and there's going to be many a beer at the end of the race for the runners. So. It's uh, it's exciting times. So yeah, you get to the end of the Dava where you go right into Sanka Woods, and then you, you you go along the trails there, and then you cross a wee road, and then you enter the Muni Shade Woods, and uh, and then the Clooney Hill, which has got a, a a tower at the top of it, Nelson's Tower, and then you take a little a wee descent, a wee sharp descent into the town and into Grand Park. Onto the finish, into the finish line. It's going to be. I've I've kind of gone all out with the finish line, Tommy. There's not just a wee. Red and white tape. We've got uh, we, we've got barrier covers, uh, saying Murray Way Ultras. And oh, brilliant! Uh, we've got an orange carpet, not a red carpet. We're not the orange Highland carpet. <laughs> we've got an orange carpet, <laughs> branded branded colours uh, because the Murray Way is kind of orange and black predominantly. Um, and then we've got we've got chip timing and we've got an, an archway, so it's going to look hopefully really cool. The finish line, and um, we're going to try and make it. I wouldn't say a festival. I wouldn't really class it as a festival, but just a bit of a gathering of runners and hopefully sharing some some good times and um and they'll get a decent sized medal. Check the size of this thing, Tommy. Ah, oh, it's gone. Anyway, I, I can't see it. It was here, but anyway, I've got a medal that's the size of my hand. Wow, it's huge. Um, and so so the runners will be blessed with a fantastic looking uh, medal and some beer at the end, as 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 all races should have. Uh, and uh, we've got a, another bobble hat. You can you can see me in. This is the Davaway bo- bobble hat. So the it's not really the Dav. It's got a bit of muddy way in there, but this is the uh, the green is the the color for the Davaway. So it's it's been you know it's been such a it's a great experience like creating this events and and uh, and getting them up and running and in the in terms of like it, it it's hard work. Like it is really hard because especially when you're creating something from scratch, but the popularity of it's just great and the feedback we've had from the previous events has just been phenomenal so 
but it's a lot of it, as we said before, you know, it's the volunteers. We've got about 25 volunteers uh, helping out on the day, which is great. Um, That's great. So, you know, if anyone, folks, you've marshals, aid station points. Uh, if anyone goes the wrong way, then, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say. You know, it's uh, it, it, you can't go the wrong way. It, it, you would be, you'd be silly if you do. So, uh, yeah, hopefully everyone goes the right way. It's going to be well marked, well marshaled. It's a, it's a pretty straightforward route. Um, and it's fairly lowland trails as well, so it should be it should be too cold up there too. So, but yes, it, 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 in terms of some of the favourites that are running the race, um, we've got your man uh, Graham B. He's taking part. So a, a guy that I uh, used to run with at uni, many a beer with, and um, I also went to Alaska with him, the World Mountain Running Champs, like about wow. 20, almost twenty years ago now. Blame me. Shows our age, eh? So he's he's taking part. So I think he'll be one of the favourites. And um, we've got uh, who else have we got taking part? We've got Alan Christie, one of our. He's had a few mentions. He's a metro metro man, the the reigning champion of all of the other races. Jamie Pallister. So he's got a he's gonna have to get his uh, his hoo hang gear if he wants to uh, make a top three three there. And uh, in terms of some of the females that are taking part, um. We have Nicola McDonald from Metro Aberdeen. She's she's going to be taking part in the race. Um, we have Jenny Reese Jenkins as well. She's going to be uh, competing and she'll, she'll no doubt be pretty pretty high up in the race. Uh, we have, who else do we have? We've got a few. Emma, what's her name? Emma. Um, ah, pass. I can't see the, there's another girl I was going to mention, but I can't I can't see where she's gone. Um Hey, ben Livesey, Ben Livesey, a 215 guy from for the marathon. Oh, yeah. he's, a, he's an RF runner, right? RF, um, yep, yeah. Yep. So I think you'll definitely be well up there. Emma Murray, I think, is who I was trying to, who I was mentioning. Um, she'll certainly be well up in the race as well. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to watching the action. But and how's the weather looking? Because uh, I've uh, I've seen from afar on Strava some interesting. Titles will come to later on, but it sounds like the weather's been a wee bit grim. Oh no, is it calming down for you? It's it was grim at the weekend, but it's fine now, eh? Um, okay, it's, good. It's you know, I, I, you can't complain. Anyone who's saying it's brutal, remember we used that word brutal. Anyone, yeah, it was a it was a it was a what was it? A rant, wasn't it? It was a runner's rant. People it was a runner's rant long term, uh, so nah, it's 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 pretty decent. It's pretty, you can't really, I think it's 11 degrees, and um, it's there's not any rain at the moment but that can certainly that can certainly change uh but but yeah i think it, we're, we're kind of fairly blessed with the weather especially at this time of the year so um yeah yeah so I, yeah i think it's cool i, really... I mean well do you know what? it's interesting because it's great to see the likes of graham running and i guess you've got it really that's the beauty of this distance is it's it's much more dare i say uh accessible than a and some of the longer ones, because your marathon yeah. runners can make an, quite an easy jump up to that, you know, off, off a bit of a, off a couple of 20-mile long runs, I would say, whereas the 100K, they're much more difficult. So, yeah, real, quite a nice meeting point between the marathon and ultra runners. I think so, and I think that reflects in the... I mean, obviously going to do a survey, at the, you know, later on after the race, um, just to see, you know, who these people... Who, who are the runners, you know, and I, I obviously know quite a lot of them already, um, but it would be really interesting to to know, um, you know how how you know, where where these runners are from if it's the first one, um, and even just you know 
where they're where they're from. You know, the, there's a lot of runners taking part. It's a great time of the year to get people in the in forests and because because of the quiet season, people you know booking hotels and things like that and just trying to boost some business into the in, into the local area as well. Um, is it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday morning. Saturday seven, morning, yeah. nice. Uh, I don't think there's live tracking because, well, there's no trackers and folks, so... That pretty much blocks that. Is there, is there like an after party, anything happening on Saturday there's, night? Uh, there's a volunteer's... Um, I'm, 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 uh, I'm, uh, there's a volunteer's Tandori night in Florida. Okay, nice. Very nice. We've, we've, uh, I've organised a buffet there. For the for the hard workers and uh, you know certainly for me to have a, a wee beer and let my hair down as well uh, at the end of the race so it'll be good and I've I've a press I was going to mention Claire Dunn's going to be racing she, so she'll be up there no doubt Totty Horn who's one of the super fans of the show Tim's uh, Tim's Tim's wife now uh, now that he's married so Tim's also doing it as a four hundred meter sprinter we had him on the show so a big shout out to those uh, those guys who are taking part. At, at the weekend as well um but yeah i don't really what else is there to say about the race um i think it's yeah i mean it's there's a lot of organizing especially because it's a bigger event but it's um just obviously like you know booking the facility getting permission from uh you know the council and uh, you know your licenses your risk assessments making sure that the medic can he's he's happy enough with the runners and the the risk mitigation from that standpoint um you know, i know, it's, I know speaking of speaking of medic i know i'm just I've, i'm going through i'm very impressed with your uh your race guide as well which i'd not i'd never read a, a race guide for very interesting i guess for ultra it's so important to have so much good information in there about various things but one thing that stuck out is said there will be a withdrawal of any runner found to be using anything from the nsa ids group so uh um anti-inflammatories is that so you couldn't take a so, so, because so, I see something I've never done, but I noticed I've, I've heard other like marathon runners will take um, ibuprofen and stuff at the start of the race. Is that something? I guess that's banned then in ultra running. Generally speaking, uh, you know, even if you think about the the UTMB and things like that, um, mm-hmm. but you know, the the, the the sort of I suppose the common practice of having sort of ibuprofen it's it's acting as a pain relief, which people you know at the end of an ultra. Or at the end of a marathon, they get sore. They want something to ease the pain, but basically, in a nutshell, it increases the risk of acute kidney injury. So, okay, um, interesting. That, that's the whole point of of and, and it has it happens. You know, it happens. You hear stories about runners uh, getting kidney failure. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 not good for you. Um, it's yeah, it's it's definitely so. I mean, it's you know, the chances of it happens probably, I don't know how, I don't actually know what the percentage is, but. No, but it's interesting. I mean, I guess it's one of those things that it's on, um, if you can, yeah, I've always thought it was a bit of a daft thing. I hear people saying I'm taking ibuprofen for a marathon and stuff. Yeah. I, I've always found that a bit daft to be honest. I mean, it, but I mean, if, if you've got an injury, it's, you're surely going to, anyway, I'm, I'm not qualified in any means to talk about that, but I thought that was quite cool that you've got the, even that sort of details on there. That's good. I well, no, it's uh, it's it, and that's you know a lot of the the good thing about a series race is a lot of what you you put on the the handbook and things you can almost regurg not regurgitate it but you can you can uh, you know take some of that information and, into the next race and mm-hmm. have the same sort of format and and it, you know we can chat about it next week uh, setting it all up and putting it all in place will hopefully mean that next year my life's a lot easier when it comes to like 
just um, you know, just getting things in place. But mm-hmm. the key thing really is on the day, you know, making sure you've got enough volunteers because you know, without them, you've got you can't. It's, of it's, course, yeah. You know, just a one man, two man band. So, what um, about aid stations then? So across the fifty k, there's uh, what what sort of aid stations are they? What can the runners expect? So we've got three aid stations at mile ten, uh, mile eleven actually, and then mile twenty one and mile twenty seven, mile twenty eight. Um, and our, our uh, main hydration sponsor is Active Root. So they have kindly supplied the, the Active Root sports drink. Um, so, yeah, there's basically you've got water containers, um, you've got you have water in one, and then you have an Active Root mix in the other one. And basically, the runners will, will, will you know, open the tap uh, and then they'll just, it'll free pour into their soft glass or whatever container they're using to to run with ah they bring um, their own that's cool yeah yeah so they have to bring their own water bottle uh it's got to be at least a 500 milliliters of all, at all times so that you know if something happens at least you've got that backup and you've got that emergency supply and also emergency food as well um, mm-hmm. and over and above that you know they'll, they can bring their own food for the entirety of the race but we'll top them up with uh some aid station goodies things like bananas oranges cereal bars uh, and also the active route side of things too. Um, so yeah, so the you know it, it used to be quite simple when it went came to an aid station. If you've got it organised correctly and you've got enough volunteers to make sure that there's no runners who are queuing up for 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 goodies, um, you, you've also got to watch now. Obviously, COVID and the transfer of of the virus. So we've got to really watch that the volunteers are understand and are happy to, you know do it in a safe way as well and also the runners need to understand like it's the volunteers that are going to be giving you the food not the runners coming in and just putting a hand in the jelly beans and no who knows where those hands have been tommy yeah so, indeed yeah indeed. That, was the old, that was the old way of of ultra running that's this isn't the norm you know going to be the norm but good hygiene practice which i think is actually quite good you know you hear so so many stories about folk getting ill after the race and it could well be because they've put their hands in places they shouldn't do you know so mm, mm. Uh, so yeah so that's the aid stations um, they're just in addition to what they should ha- already have but the idea of the race it's self-sufficient so it's unsupported so there's no like you know there's no um, similar to what we had at the UTMB you were my crew member we mm-hmm. can't that, there's, there's none of that for this race it's uh, you know it's not it's not, it's not, I suppose it's not difficult enough to, to be able to uh, uh, have crew taking, you know, helping you out. It's all, it's all entirely self-supported. Um, so it's just the aid stations that are your, your, uh, your support in the race. So, yeah, there you go. Very exciting. So, uh, so anyway, so that's, so now it's now, what well, we're recording on Thursday on Armistice Day, on Armistice Day. So it's uh, Armistice Day, sorry. So it's, yeah, a couple of sleeps. What exciting uh, weekend you've got coming up. Looking forward to next week having a full uh, a full race breakdown, results and all. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. It'll be it'll be good. And and it's certainly uh yeah, share the I'll share the excitement of the race as well. Um we're gonna get there's gonna be some lots of photos and videos and all that kind of stuff. So I'll try and get some interviews if I've got time. But the key for a race organizer is uh on the day you shouldn't have anything to do every you know that's the key that's where i want to get to one day tommy and i don't think i ever will because <laughs> you've got uh, to be super organized to be able to just 
out, you know, delegate all your duties. Um, you, know, you also need a team. I mean, you're not this is yeah. you're not London Marathon events or great run. You know, you've yeah. got that's uh, I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. Ah, uh, well, thank you. But uh, but there's always another entry coming for you when when you come back to. Wow, to the... I, I would, but you know, it's it's just a long way to come back, man. What oh, can I say? Come back <laughs> to the Masters Cross Country. You can come back for the Dive Away 50K. That's for interesting. Sure. Interesting. <laughs> oh me well let's say uh, so that's thanks for the opportunity to to chat about the race tommy um but you know let's talk about your race that's coming up in the next sort of few weeks uh not even that i mean what how you've got what four weeks to go now is it three weeks on sunday three weeks on yeah Monday. really not long so uh yeah i mean fine same you know last some exactly what i said last week it's the story of my training is sort of I feel like I'm just uh, walking a tightrope here. That I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing so much strength and conditioning more than I usually do. That I'm, I feel like I'm just keeping my knee and everything held together. And like even this week, I pushed my session back from Wednesday to today to Thursday because it was a wee bit sore yesterday, and it was okay today. And when I got going, it was fine. Um, if I think about last week, I did a pretty solid run on the on the Saturday. I did 20. 22k at marathon pace, um, so like three thirty, three thirty-fives, which is like just two thirty-one, two thirty. So we'll see okay. whether I've got any room to wind that down a bit in the next couple of, in the next two, three weeks. I feel good, but yeah, the, the knee. I feel like describe it to Fiona. I feel like that I'm, I'm, I'm driving with the handbrake on. Like it's like slightly on that. I feel like I can't. I feel like I've got more legs and more pace to go in a lot of these runs and sessions. But the awkwardness and the tightness down that leg. So I'm. I think. I think it's going to be okay, touch wood, but I just need to continue to sort of um, to continue to look after it. And then hopefully I've got two more solid weeks. And once I get into a taper, I might that will give me a bit of an ease off to really focus on on loosening it and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I say really not nothing interesting. You know, it's a it's running into work at 440 minute Ks and then it's for an hour and then it's doing a session on a Wednesday and a session on the weekend. So it's pretty textbook training, 130 K last week, 120 the week before. So it's it's slowly nudging up. But one thing that was interesting on my side was I didn't uh I got a call up from the, the club who asked me to run the it was the Equiden de Paris on oh. Sunday, which is like the a big relay race in uh in Paris. And it's so it's a it's a marathon distance, it's split up to 5k, 10k, 5k, 10k, 5k, 7.195k to take to the, the marathon distance. I didn't um so anyway, Team Langland cleaned up. We had seven oh. teams. We had seven teams there. Um, yes. But what was amazing was I was uh, so I wasn't running, but Fiona made a comeback, which was really good. So she ran oh, nice. for the the women's team, and I mean I'm not going to go into any details to the listeners, but I was so proud of her because she's had such a such a tough year, several miscarriages, yeah. no training for like four months, just a really really tough year. And you know she's had to give up running uh, on doctor's orders. She's Obviously, that we we don't think that is actually doing anything. So she's back running, um, and uh, yeah, back running for a month now. And she was just like, yeah, did a did that did the seven point one five k leg for the team, and was just oh, nice. great to see her back out running the streets of Paris, yeah. racing with those girls, and they won it, which was cool. So they they were they were the Ekiden champions. But what was amazing oh, was yes. it was a little bit. What was a little bit funny was so there's a bit of a rivalry in Paris between Team Langland. Uh, and uh, Zoom Volt running, which is a Nike club. Anyway, Zoom Volt, they had uh, their women were about three minutes up the road, and Fiona clawed back time uh, on the last leg. But yeah. the girl who's the leading girl went the wrong way. 
no. So they had, the, we had this open mode. Where... Marked there. How... Yeah, well, yeah. the thing is, so it's, it starts and finishes on the Pondelina, which is just in front of the bridge that's just in front of the Eiffel Tower. So it starts there and it does basically four, six laps of that section uh, in front of the uh, Eiffel Tower. In fact, there was more than that. And basically, it's a 5K loop. And if you're doing the 10K, you do two loops. You're doing the 5K, you do one loop. And if you're doing the 7.195K at the end, there's an extra out and back bit. And I bizarrely, the girl didn't go wrong there. But when she came past, she didn't take a right to finish onto the bridge. She kept going on the loop. Um, she must have, oh anyway, God. what a silly thing to do. I, I, it's all their fault. Anyway, so Fiona, Fiona comes in and I was like, that's the first woman. But they didn't bring out a tape or celebrate the win. And about three, four minutes later, this other girl comes in and they get the banner out and the tape and way first ladies team. And uh, our coach, um, Sylvan, he says, he was like, I think they won. And I was like, yeah, that because I, I obviously was following Fiona. I said, yeah, she was first over the line. Uh, anyway, so they won it. They got the win. They got the podium moment. But the this Zoom Vault team, were, they got all the, the accolades at the end. But um, anyway, oh, well. it was fine. But the men the, the men did really well. The Team Langland boys, they were we were fourth overall. Um, oh, our, we, our, nice. our, our, our Masters team were first overall. And our mixed team was second overall. Masters. And actually... Your masters team was first overall. But no, sorry, big pun. First masters. I, I ah, mean, okay. first masters team. Sorry, my bad. First masters. Who was Momo in? Was he Momo in there? So he wasn't even there. He wasn't even there. He's in a. He's in, he was he's, in Tunisia last week. But um, was, he, oh, was he racing? In? I think he was away visiting family or something. But was he's. He, uh, he, no, he wasn't racing. So the masters team. Anyway, my main takeaway from it is, it's like it would be like if you combined like the great the great Scottish run with the Livingston Road Relays. It was that sort of mashup. So you've got a really cool relay format. It's a big spot sponsored by MAFE, which is a big insurance company brand, sponsored by uh, ASIC. So it's a big event, the Academia oh, wow. And you've got at the rate, you have to have like a wristband to get into the race village. So um, I had a wristband as part of the team just to, even though I was supporting. And you've got the, the FFA area, which is all the French uh, Athletics Federation teams. And then you've got yeah. the corporate area, which is all the business teams. And you've got a public area, which are the public teams. And there was 300 teams, so you know 300 by six. You got 1,800 runners on on the course, yeah. so it was a, it was pretty busy and it's pretty the completely closed roads, but just chaos. Like you know, at Livingston, by the end of it, you can't tell who what position folk are in really because there's a lot of lapping and stuff. This was like that, but on like acid. There was just like <laughs> it was just like the people road on acid. <laughs> honestly, it's just bonkers. You know, like the equivalent of having like imagine the back on the marathon field, but lapping. And you've got the, so our team must have lapped like their anyway. We it was just you couldn't. I had no idea where. And the fortune there was an app with a uh, timing chips on it, so you could follow the position of teams. But me ah. and the guys I was watching with, we were loosely following the position of our men's team, who were um, anyway. Really, really, it's a really cool event. And the good thing is that's qualified us for. Um, I think we've got two senior teams, one women's, two senior men, one senior women, one mixed team, and the masters qualified for the national Ekiden uh, championships and what's pretty cool about that is it doesn't mean you have to put in the same runners you've just qualified a team so I'm hoping there might be an opportunity for me to lace up um, but yeah it was good it was really cool to I was a bit, I was a bit sad not to run but I decided I thought marathon pace run that's what I need so the, yeah. the wow. sort of 22k marathon pace but yeah really just uh, awesome to see Fiona back so hopefully I mean wow. well, she a lot of time out for to come you know to make a comeback and I suppose in that you know in a, re- in a setting where it you know there's it's, oh, there's no expectation that would have been great like yeah exactly and winning it as well that's that's brilliant 
So exactly. So uh, really good. So that's um, and you know, you and I have both had a timeout for injury, and this is obviously very different because she's actually had to not run. But yeah. and you know, even though you and I are knowing that from when you've been injured, when you first come back, it's that difficulty of, of resetting your expectations. That you know what now. My this is my fast is not what used to be fast, yeah. you know. So yeah. uh, that's all quite tough, but um, and it, but it's good. I also think when you're in that position, at least now you can say, right, you're always getting better. You're on. You need to just. In, I always think to say to people who have been injured, as frustrating as it is, or been out, just see that like that return that every runs a PB. I mean, same yeah. with my, my dad was out with his with his back this summer. He's back running, saying every PB's a every runs a PB. Just enjoy that. Yeah. Because when you get to the when you get back and you get hit that plateau and it's like an absolute, you've yeah. got to claw out every second now. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, that was a good week. And then this week, um, uh, we're yeah three weeks to go. Public holiday here today for the eleventh of November. So is that quite, how you uh, off today? I was off today. Yeah. Oh. So uh, you quite, go. you've got to say fair play to the French. They really do celebrate the war holidays. And obviously, yeah. I mean, they you know think of the you know being occupied and. It must be, you know, quite close memory still that that must be, I'm, I'm not surprised at all, but it's amazing how they really, they take these holidays really seriously. And Champs-Élysées, when I rode back from work last night, was decked out in French flags for the, the Armistice Day. And oh, yeah, it? it's, uh, oh, yeah, it's really yeah. quite impressive. So, yeah. ah. so that's me. That's that's all I've got for this week. I've got, I'd say, three weeks on Sunday. So yeah, well, uh, when we catch up in the next couple of weeks, it'll be, yeah, getting getting close now. I like it. I like it. Oh, it's, uh, I've actually um, we're going to Madeira in uh, in in end of November, and I've I've signed up. Are to, you? I signed up to a sixty k ultra. Are you? <laughs> this is off the press. This is off the press. Wow. Madeira, I can't remember what it's called. It's uh, it's an island Maxi, of Portugal, right? Maxi Madeira Madeira race it is. Uh, there's different distances. There's like a twenty k and a. A sixty k, and then there's like a hundred k. I was like, I'm needing hundred k. Bugger that! And the thing about Medina is, it's really hilly. Like, I mean, like the hills are just—it's cliffs. You're basically climbing up cliffs. Wow! What happened to the marathon of five k? Your race planning is just <laughs> dropping and changing. Again, I'm getting. To, I'm, but I'm not like. I'm, I'm again. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'll. I've. I actually started doing more hills. Eh? Like. I, I, I noticed know. that. I noticed I that. I wondered. Know. Oh, very good. So, uh, so I'll, I'll get myself. And the good thing about a sixty k is, like, you know, it's it's a, a distance where it's not actually as bad as doing a twenty four hour race. There's a little bit more similarities to what I've been currently doing. So, but I don't. I'm not expecting anything from it. I'm just wanting to do it to explore the island. What what better way to yeah. to run a race and explore the island where you would never go? You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't go, you know, at six in the morning start, I'll be out for six hours and then I've got the rest of the day with the, the fam, you know, and just to yeah. go out and enjoy the, the, the summer sun, you know, or the winter sun. Uh, but, but yeah, so that, that'll keep me, that'll keep, you know, if, uh, it'll, it'll keep me in the, in, in the loop for doing, but I still want to do, I, I, I'm still wanting to do faster, shorter stuff. It's just, um, I just saw it and I thought I have to, you know. I see it's part of that uh, Ironman Ultra Trail World Tour now. Oh, that no, I think group. that's uh, um, the Medina. I think that's a different one. Ah, right. Ah, yeah. I see the 100. Ah, there's another. Oh, wow, there's a few races. Aye. Ah, that's cool. I don't know how big a, an event it is, but it's also good good for me just to see whatever people do. Yeah, definitely. When it comes that's very to cool. Organising events as well. So um, 
I'm looking forward to it. Something. When is November? Blimey, that's not long. Ten days. Well, it's the, ra- the race is... Um, no, we're going on the 29th. The race is on the 6th of... No, is it the 4th of... 4th of December, I think it, the race starts. Something like that. It's called the Maxi Madeira. Madeira. Ah, not the Ah, sorry, not the yeah. Madeira Island Ultra Trail 60. Ah, no. right, which is on the 20th of November. Ah, see, wow. Ah, okay. who'd, who'd have thought that Madeira's got two ultra races? I was going to have about two yeah. weeks of each that, other. Is that right? Didn't know that. Anyway. Ah, very good. That'd be cool. Madeira, that's somewhere, that's, uh, blame me, that's quite a, uh, that's middle of nowhere. Oh, that'd be cool. Aye. It was either that or go to Paris, but I don't think, I think you're back what? with me. I think, well, we're back. Yeah, we're back. We're in Valencia that weekend. And then we're back. Then right. we're back the week after. So we're coming back for about three, Paris, four weeks. Tommy's, Tommy's not in wow, Paris. Ex- exactly, yeah. <laughs> we need to, I actually started looking at my planning for the week, the, the, the couple of weeks I'm home. So we need to line up diaries to find out uh, when the Gregs are free. Exactly. Right. Anyway, well, we're, we're rambling, folks. Um, I, just... I was on a deadline. So we're going to go for one result this week. And I think that that should quite rightly be the national short cross country. Oh, did you watch any of it? I didn't. I just saw the, the headlines of uh, Laura Muir and Andy Butcher winning it. Yeah, Spoiler. I see, I see. So I thought that was... That was <laughs> there you go, that's the result. <laughs> right, thanks everyone. See you later on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't watch it because I wasn't there, but uh, well, let's let's kind of chat about the top five senior women. Laura Muir stormed into the win. 13.09. Morag Miller. What a performance by that's Morag. Amazing from Morag, yeah. That's amazing. Like, just, I mean, she was with Laura for the first, most of it, you know, and, and uh, well, from the, the, maybe not most of it, but certainly uh, the first half of it anyway. And uh, there was a wee bit of a group there. Uh, but yeah, brilliant performance from Morag. You know, she's continues to impress. Uh, it's oh, just yeah. really remarkable, especially, you know, obviously postpartum as well. And, uh, just getting back into training, so it's, it's brilliant, it's absolutely brilliant. And Eloise Walker got the third place, same time, thirteen eighteen. Oh, chap, boy, that must have been a wee, a wee sprint finish. You know, I did. I have seen the video of the sprint finish on on oh, yeah. Thanks Scotch, like, like, Twitter, and yeah, it's it's, it's ticked. Oh, it's ticked. It's a, a it's a, a nice grimacing, you know, crossing that line. No, <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, really. I mean, obviously, you can, it's a it's a clear you know distance but the, the time doesn't show up but yeah really really cool finish and they're not as you, as you say just just behind Laura not far at all I think that's the thing about um you know that these races like it's uh it's so like it's just so fast paced you've got so many runners taking part it's like the 5k you know the silver nose one and it's just one after the other it's just just constant you know in the second there's not even a second between four people it's awesome but the, interestingly the top four runner top four runners were within 12 seconds the annabelle simpson who's a great runner herself an interview of the podcast uh she was in fifth but she was at you know there's a, a a big gap between fourth and fifth so that top four were were quite close together so that would have been an interesting podium result so yeah but anyway megan keith she got a fourth place a good result for her and Obviously, she's just in, come from the junior ranks as well. So, fantastic. And then we have the senior men. Do you want to chat about the senior men? Yeah, so as, as we spoiled, it was a win for uh, Bucci on his on his return uh, to the... Well, not, he's actually done a few of the cross-country recently, so good to see him, man of his calibre, for the win. 11.47, uh, only six seconds back was his clubmate Jamie Crow, 11.53. And third place, it was a, that's a really good run from Lacanotes, Shettleston in 11.56. 
It's only three seconds behind Jamie. I didn't realize Lachlan was in that sort of shape. And you know, Lachlan, to be fair, is someone who's always pulled out good runs on the short across country stuff. So really pleased to see him still up there. And then Saul Sweeney, 1158. Wasn't he? Was yeah, he? I think he might have been. Yeah. And then Ben McMillan, Central as well, 1158. So really, uh, yeah, the, my main takeaways there that the, the Central train is just. It's it's solid. And actually, what the top five don't show there is we're also Jake Whiteman running. Uh, And I think I saw somewhere Jake described it as quite a... I mean, good good on him for getting out there, you know, 1,500-meter man running 4K (laughs) cross-country. But he described it as quite a... I think it was quite a humbling experience, but also just really showed the the strength and depth of cross-country. Because he was at... He was 14th, um, you know, in 12-22. I mean, I I would imagine, you know, Jake's not been... He's been maybe having a break because... He's yeah, a K runner as well, isn't he? So, if he was actually, you know, in his in his you know in, in in his training regime, he would he would have probably certainly featured a lot a lot higher up in those results. You know, he's Absolutely. a three, what was he a three twenty eight fifteen hundred guy three twenty nine? Uh yeah, three twenty three twenty nine. Yeah, but you know, I what and it's something that I was thinking. I'm planning, well, not planning, but I'm thinking about you know after. Plenty when I fall off the wagon completely and get on the beers and burgers. But one thing that strikes me is the, the these professional runners really do that. They take two or three weeks off running, off, off. And at an amateur level, we're so bad at like how many people do we know who have who run an amazing marathon and are straight back running the next day? Like a real obsession. And I think you don't need to recover from the marathon, you need to recover from the block. And I can yeah. tell you, I'm I know you're a, a big believer in in recovering, taking time off, but after Valencia, I might go for a couple of jogs that week, but I am uh you know, You're done. I, oh, I'm done. I have three months of squeezing runs in around uh, around work and stuff. I'm 100% going to be enjoying uh, not running for a couple of weeks. So I think Jake is obviously somebody who's very much done that. Uh, you know, a month or so off after the Olympics or something, I imagine, and then he's he's uh, he's back on it. So he's obviously not in good shape. Even more kudos to him for stepping out onto the the oh, absolutely onto the yeah. yeah yeah absolutely. So now, so have you been in Lanark before for cross country? I haven't. No, I've uh, I've I've remember reading about some of the um, the older races there when I did a an exercise at the Metro, going back through all the all the old cross country results. It was interesting to look back when it when it when races were held there. It's somewhere I'd like to run actually. I hope they hold it there in the future, and I can hopefully get yeah. a chance to to head down there. Aye, well, well done to everyone taking part in the the short course. It's um. I think it's a great addition to the calendar. Mm. You know, we've got the long course and the short course. I think I'll, I, I still, I'll stick by it. I, I do still think the your pinnacle race is your your national you oh, know, the long course. You know, without a doubt. It, but the short, the short course definitely holds its holds its own. Anyway, that's for sure. You know, Kyle, the national, the the French cross championships here is fifteen k. Fifteen, nine miles, I guess. Like I, I'm, I'm hoping to run it. Um, you have to qualify. I, I, you know I think they should have it longer than ten k. I mean, I know, you know, I'm. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I used to like it at seven miles. Oh, let's not go into that that discussion. But I used to like it when it was a bit longer. Well, it was seven miles, Maybe right? It's ten k, isn't it? No, but it used to, it used to be. Remember before they shortened the men's. It was 12K. About seven miles, yeah, yeah, 12K. Yeah, yeah like, it was 12K. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the English one is that not like nine miles? I think it is. I think it's 15 or 16K. I remember, I think it was Murray Strain a few years ago had said, remember him saying once, um, he was saying there was a real gap or opportunity to put in the place the long championships. You keep your national cross at 10K, men and women. You've got mm-hmm. your 4K. 
but why not have a long championships? I guess the problem is Scottish Athletics organise a lot of races across country and it's yet another championship to organise. So it'd be quite a, quite a big thing to do. And you would really only want to do it if everyone came out. But yeah. um, anyway, I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm hoping to get, I'll have a shot at the, hopefully I'll get a chance to line up at the, I've actually got my spikes here in Paris. So hopefully I do get a chance to, to race in a It'll race at the cross. Chance the ground will be like, like the ones in America, you know, it's just the track you're on. There's <laughs> funny, there was a departmental cross country a couple of weeks ago. There were a few of our boys at the club ran it and I was speaking to them on the track on the Wednesday night. And again, my French not being that hot, I was sort of asking them how it was and picking up how it was. And one of them was like, oh yeah, c'était très dur, très dur, like, like really hard. And I'm like, I was like, right. And he was like, he started saying something. I didn't know if he meant muddy or not. And there was a bloke, one of the guys there who's like, Fluent in English, he looked at me and was like, and he used to live in England, so he's run Parliament Hill and that. He was like, nah, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's I think I think it's hit or miss. I mean, you do get muddy courses here, but I don't think they're quite uh they're quite as wet as we get back oh, home. No. God no. Oh, they're they're pretty nasty here. That's it. Yeah. But anyway, well, that's it's yeah, good to chat about cross country again and good to see a national. That's two national champs now. Uh, the I know the short cross country. So. You know, on, on cross country, though, my biggest disappointment so far, and this kind of segues us in, is I'm really sad we've not seen a pair of tartan running shorts on a on like a photo from a, from a national cross. I really, that, I really, I thought it was going to happen. What's the rule if you've got your club colours? You, you get a deep, ah. you get a <laughs> You can wear whatever shorts you want. I, I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I know, I, I'm sure someone's going to take them out. Maybe someone already has it. Eh? Maybe someone have it. If you've done it, please share them. Who's going to pop the TRS uh, run the cross country? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got I've, I forgot to tell you. So remember the sample pack we got from uh, Ron Hill? Yeah. The the gusset is blue. It's a blue. Really? Gusset. Yeah. So we've been conned. We've folks. been done. We've been absolutely done. I believe it. I, I was, they probably, I was they probably listen. Pulling my pants down and I look, holy moly, this gusset, this gusset is blue. <laughs> so uh so there you go so maybe the next order i'll ask for if we can get a, a darker gusset than the one we already have yes i think that needs to be that needs to happen yeah. before i'm gonna have to custom mine i, I mean i honestly i think you might finish the, it off write your name in the white gusset tommy yeah <laughs> so no, one, no one steals them you know the, the... that's true actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dear. But on so on the subject of, of uh, short sighted, because we're gonna have to wrap this so Cal can get away. But we've got um, we had this week Stephen Hanley was out at the at the oh, Camden Park run. Oh, what an, oh, what an absolute hero! Did no, you he see was. It? I saw that. Yeah, what an outfit. <laughs> I, to to reason with him, uh, he, he, it was a stag do, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Although, if I'm honest, that was pretty. T- if that's the if that's the, the treatment he got outfit wise in the stag do, which was a pair of TRS shorts. Which is amazing. That's not an embarrassment at all. Yeah. A TRS shot, a one one eight vest, and a sort of a Graham Souness uh, style um, afro. You know the the sort of classic one one eight runner. That's I mean, not, uh, that's not a punishment. That's exactly. You know that that's um that's an that's honor. A, that's an honor. It, you know there was a bloke at the Eki down the weekend running in a Bora Mankini. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know that that's the that that's the sort of stag do type clothing you would expect someone to have to put on. But anyway, regardless, it was very cool to see him in the shorts. I, 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 my stag do. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. You wouldn't have made a race at your stag do. On Carl, we didn't even need a mankini, did we? On Carl's stag do, I remember that uh, Carl was not in very good shape the next day, and we're waiting to do something. I can't even remember what the activity was. We're waiting to do an activity. Oh, it was climbing up. It was climbing up. Climbing oh, that's right. It was a. It was a glorified stag do like uh, climbing thing. It was anyway. It was quite. It was good fun. All thing about tender. Kyle's in absolute dire straits. <laughs> can is now lying in the fetal position on the ground because he can't do anything and the instructor this like classic like you know super well-spoken hardy countryman just said uh was looking at him in disgust and i was like you show this guy some respect this guy's gonna win the Loch Ness marathon in a couple weeks time <laughs> and the guy looks at him and goes you're you're an athlete you're a physical disgrace mate <laughs> i came i came second though yeah, exactly you did yeah you did i felt like phoning him up afterwards to say look we were this we weren't <laughs> bullshitting you. That was that was spot on. You know though, like see, there's nothing worse than you you hang over at hell and you think you just I get really emotional, eh? Like you just feel guilty, like you've done something bad. Well, you have kind of, but you just feel like yeah, you've done something really bad and you can't remember what it was. But remember you guys saying that mark in my head, oh it'll go away before your wedding. Oh my god. Is it they ran into a toilet door, didn't I? Yeah, you did. That was uh that was interesting. But that's what stag do's are for. That that's uh Memories. My, yeah. You know my stag do we went we were we were in Amsterdam, we were walking back from somewhere the, the day after having been out in pretty bad shape. I was in awful shape. And we ended up going past the, the Olympic Stadium in uh in, in Amsterdam and, and we, one of the boys said, Let's go in, we should go in. So we went in and sure enough, the gates are wide open. That's where the marathon starts and finishes. And we went we went in and said, Oh, this is this is a perfect one for your stag do. We'll do a, a four hundred meter race on the track. So a 400 oh, meter race oh. on the Olympic Stadium, I thought, perfect. <laughs> I, I've chundered now on an Olympic track, which is not that, which is not such a bad. Many pro athletes have done that, so I take nothing but pride in that. But yeah, it's uh, it more, more for performance rather than uh, uh, you know punishing your body through alcohol. Exactly, it? and that but that made me think, you know, in that case, all these places like Aberdeen Sports Village, you've got concerns about hosting beer miles. What are they worried about? This should be fine. <laughs> yeah. Sweep that stuff off. It's, it's, anyway, we're deep. We are deep into rambling now. So well done, Stephen, on his uh, on his Camperdown Stag Park run. Uh, well done, the shorts, and good luck for your wedding, which I'm sure is coming soon. We yeah. assume that the, the tartan shorts will be your wife's something blue that she tartan, wears, maybe so. under the dress. You know, <laughs> what, let's get the wedding sort. Get the marriage started off properly. It's a TRS kilt. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, right, that... Kyle, TRS run of the week. Who who you who are you calling? Ooh, Jeb, well, that's a that's a it's gotta be a, I don't know. Who is there? Who's we haven't even looked at any other results, have we? But oh, let's go for Stephen Hanley. It's his let's go Stephen Hanley, yes. He's got there. He, he he went out, he, he did he did the lads lads proud, did the TRS lads proud. So you get the you get the run of the week, yeah. So it was like but you, you have to follow it through by wearing your tar and running shorts um, uh, underneath your kilt. Nice. If you wear a kilt, that is. But. Well, listeners, we're going to let Cal go because he's got a, a volunteer briefing to get to. But if you would like to get in touch with us, you can do. The usual um, digits, tar and running shorts at gmail.com. Facebook is at tar and running shorts and Instagram is at tar and running shorts. Twitter is the only one different. It's at tar and shorts. Um, Kyle, good luck this weekend. I hope Thank it you. goes all no, super I, well. I, 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 I'll probably change that around and say good luck to the runners. Uh, 
that it, I'm sure they won't need it. Uh, I'll probably, in fact, I probably need some luck as well, organising a race that, that of being the first one and stuff. But it'll be fun, and I'll, I'll report back next week and yeah. let you know how it goes. Most importantly, I'm really looking forward to hear what you order in the tandoori. That's that's wow. a real uh, everything. Everything's everything. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Some tiger beer as well. Eh? Right. Well, have a good weekend, listeners, and we will uh, we'll speak to you next week.